0: Today on Martha Runs the World, I talked to Lisa Devona and how she rocked the Badwater 135 2019, so stay tuned, don't go anywhere. Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast about running, fitness, and all things health related. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I'll introduce a new episode that is of interest to all runners. Welcome to episode 33. Today we're talking to a really extraordinary athlete. She is spectacular in her accomplishments, but here's the thing. She is a normal person like you or I. I would love to sit down and have a cup of coffee with her and talk about everything under the sun. She just seems like that kind of person who's just very easy to speak with, easy to get along with, just a lot of fun and bubbly personality and just super friendly. But she works really hard at being good at what she does. She's very inspirational. And I wanted to share her story with you and how she did in in Badwater. Lisa is an incredible athlete. Like I said, she's a mother. She's a personal trainer. I know she's inspired all our clients who work with her. So I'd love you to hear her story. But first, our disclaimer. You are listening to a running and fitness podcast. I'm a certified personal trainer and lifelong back of the pack runner. All opinions expressed are just that. Opinions. Feel free to disagree. If I could talk, that would be terrific. (laughs) All right. Please join me in welcoming Lisa DeBona and enjoy the interview. Joining us today is, I think, superstar runner and personal trainer Lisa DeBona. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Martha. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) I was so excited by your I know they don't have cameras at Badwater or anything like that, but I followed it as much as I could. I was on Twitter the whole time watching the the Iron Far updates and everything like that. But I was so excited by your Badwater race. It was so fun following your progress and and your finish and everything like that. That was really exciting.
1: It it was a it's one of those experiences that you have in your life that it's really hard to put into words. Um you know, Badwater for me was a culmination of oh, so much, um, you know, like actually living out one of your dreams that you never thought would be possible. Um, and that that those couple days out there on that course were incredible, for sure. Was this your first time running it? It was. This was my my rookie year. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. And you came in third place. That's a, Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was shocked as well, but yes, <laughs> you rocked it. You know, I, um, I was so happy and, and grateful to be out there. Um, being, being able to run that race was, um, a long time in, in the making a lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into that. And, you know, when you get the opportunity of a lifetime, you you want to put your whole heart and soul into it and make the most of it. And, um, I had my whole family out there with me, um, which made it even more special. Um, I had my two my two boys, um, Hunter and Harrison, um, my husband Scott, and my parents were out there also. Um, and uh, having them all there with me really really meant a lot. You know, everybody kind of put in a little bit behind the scenes to help me get there, so
0: <laughs> well, I know it takes a lot of work. How long did it take afterwards when you finally
1: realized I did this?
0: <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> I think I'm still processing it, right? It's, uh, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's about a, it's a month later and I, you know, it's, it's hard to, uh, put in words. It's one of those things I feel like you continually process and it doesn't seem real. It, it almost, it feels surreal. Um, you know it's it's still I still kind of am like did that really happen? <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the tough one of the toughest races. I mean, my
1: gosh, that the temperature is just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um so it, it's real and no matter the time of day it, it, it is hot. And yes, that's a capital H on the hot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Nighttime start does it matter? You know, really? you know.
1: So the one thing about the the nighttime start is, is is tough because you know you're starting. There's three waves. There's an eight pm, a nine thirty pm, and an eleven pm. Um, so you're going into that. You know, already at the end of a day, and now you're running overnight through the next day, through the next night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, um, you know, mentally that, that can be kind of tough to to uh, wrap your head around. It, it's not easy if you're not somebody that could, you know, sleep all day Monday before you start. You know, you're, you're looking at, like, fatigue pretty quick. Um, and then coupled with the heat, which it doesn't matter if it's it's night or day, <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's In fact, awesome. it could be hotter at night, um, believe it or not. It, where the race starts is, um, it's about 250 feet below sea level in the Badwater Basin. And there, is, it's just hot, dry air. You feel like you're in a hair dryer. That's mm. the best way I can um, describe
0: it. <laughs> mm, my gosh. That heat, I would imagine, it stays a while on the ground. It doesn't...
1: Get cooler for a long time. No, in fact, there are certain parts of the course where the ground temperature is, uh, you know, could be as high as like 170 um, degrees. People have these these uh, thermometers that they mm-hmm. can take the ground temperature with, and um, it, there's a section in Panamint Valley, and it's about miles 70 or so in the race, and you're mm-hmm. basically you've you've climbed. Um, your first climb through town's pass, which is about 5,000 feet of climbing. And now you, you've come downhill on the other side. So you've come all the way down into this valley. And depending on the time of day you hit there, it's like being in a frying pan. And and the ground ground there is, is hotter than hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah.
0: So how do you train for that?
1: Um, (laughs) <laughs> so, well, for me, I, I live in Florida. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm no stranger to heat and humidity. Um, yeah. you know, but the desert's a different kind of heat, you know, the dry heat can affect you differently. Um, so, you know, I, sp- obviously I spend a lot of time outside, um, training, running, pulling a tire, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, I started doing sauna training. So I would spend Mm -hmm. for about three months out from the race. I spent one hour or more every day in the sauna. And I started doing, um, I'd bring a set of dumbbells in there with me and I started doing, you know, like, um, a circuit workout with my weights. Oh boy. Um, because I was going crazy just sitting in there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I bet. (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know, but you have to kind of be inventive. You know, there's a lot, um, you know, you need to be, your body needs to be acclimated to some degree to that heat. Um, you need to be used to eating, um, and hydrating in that heat. Um, you know, and you need to get your body used to the climbing, um, which there's about 14,500 feet total of climbing. Um, I spend a lot of time running the um, stairwell in my condo building. It has uh, 28 floors. Mm. And uh, I uh, would run up and down the stairs for hours at a time um, during the day. (laughs) 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 Uh, Then spend some time in the sauna. Uh, It's a lot lot of work. You have to – I feel like going into a race like that, um, you know, it's a – once in a lifetime, or or hopefully maybe I'll get to do it again. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> opportunity, but you know you you have to really be ready. Your body has to be, um, you know, ready for those those kind of conditions because it, it can be pretty brutal. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I, I would I would think so. Do you remember the first time you thought to yourself, "I want to run bad water"?
1: Oh my gosh, it probably. It's a lot, it's a long time ago. Maybe like ten or fifteen years ago, my husband and I uh, we were we 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 do tr- long distance triathlons. So mm-hmm. we do um, full distance triathlons, um, and we were both runners. Um, you know, we used to half marathon, marathon distance, um, and you know, you'd watch like we'd watch like different like you know videos or whatever. Um, you know, that would pop up online about different, you know, endurance events. I, I was always very interested in endurance type events. Um, you know, anything, the longer, the better for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, when we heard, we heard about Badwater and then we started researching it and looking up stuff and, um, you know, we watched the movie Running on the Sun. Um, we read some, some books and, it became like this burning, like, I, I really want to do this race, (laughs) which I never, I never thought it would be a reality. You know, you, you see something, you're like, Oh, I want to do that. And I, and I always same thing like with that, with doing full distance triathlon, I'm like, I love swimming and I love running and biking was always, you know, my arch enemy. And then I went out and did it. And then I, I said to myself, well, you know, if I can do that, I can do this. I just have to work hard. And you know, I, I caught wind of that race and, and then it was kind of like slowly years in the making leading up to that.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. You know, it, and, and it isn't even just the race. It's all the pre- preparation. I, I think there's more preparation for the, for that race than most other races there are.
1: It, it's hard to, you know, it's hard to coordinate. Um, you need for, you're going out to the middle of the desert in, right. in California, Death mm-hmm. Valley. Um, you know, so there's no there's no easy way necessarily for to get there. You know, for us being on the East Coast, we have to fly. We flew into Vegas, mm-hmm. um, and then we have to drive. Um, but the month leading up, you know, you used to make all the these reservations and you have you need a crew. You need to have a crew of three or four people. So you need to get people. To commit to come out there and help you, and you're asking people to, to give up their time um, because it's not just like a day or two, you're asking them to give you, you know, four or five days. Right. Um, and that's four or five days away from jobs, families. Um, you know, it's, that's tough. Um, and then trying to coordinate it all and get all of those moving pieces together and everybody in the same spot. and logistically logistically speaking, it takes a lot of planning. It probably takes, you need to probably start thinking about it long before you know, if you're going to be running that race, um, because yeah, yeah. the, the selection process, um, you find out in the early part of March, if you're going to be running, um, but you kind of have to start thinking about it way ahead of time. <laughs> yes, you do. So how, how were you selected? How
0: did you get I- into, uh, Bedwater?
1: So, um, Last year, uh my my husband and I had decided that we were gonna run um the other two Badwater races that were um currently being hosted by Adventure Corps. Um it was Badwater Cape Fear and Badwater mm. Salton Sea. And we signed up and we ran both those races last year and we met a lot of really cool people. Um, people that were gonna be running Badwater 135. Um and we came back from Salton Sea and fortunately was, were we able to get on a crew to crew someone who is running last year. Um, and I was lucky enough to crew for um, Ray Sanchez, who mm. is an amazing runner. Uh, he's done bad water a billion times and I learned so much by crewing for him. Um, he really taught me a lot. He gave me some of the best advice and I, basically came home from that race last year after crewing for him i implemented all of the things he told me to do <laughs> that's great um, and i signed up i did a i did basically did a race every month for starting in september last year leading up all the way through to badwater and yeah it it uh it paid off um you know that old saying, like, if you work hard enough for something, mm-hmm. it, it, it can happen. Um, I feel like I, I had a lot of um, fortunate experiences, and I met some really great people who gave me some invaluable advice, and it all kind of culminated together and put my application in, and I got selected. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, yeah. you know, that that's really, really good. Yeah, he's done
0: Badwater a few times, if I remember
1: Yes. He just finished his 12th time. Yeah. This past time, I believe it was 12. Yeah. Um, He's an amazing, I, like I said, I learned a lot from him by crewing for him. And I really, even this year he gave me a bunch of advice before I, I went out to run the race and um, he's just an incredible runner. He really knows his stuff. That's, a, that's excellent so going back a long ways have have you always been a runner um so running has always been part of my life I was always an athlete mm-hmm. um when I was younger I played uh if any you name it I played it um <laughs> basketball, um I I softball I was into every kind of sport and that obviously included doing running but not long distance running um you know and then as time went by really i was always going out running you know i'd run like you know 5 miles to keep in shape um i hadn't really run a lot of races though um when i was younger it wasn't until i had my um my first child <laughs> <laughs> uh, believe it or not and um I had, you know, kept up with my running and my doctor had said, well, you, you're already running, you know, you just can't go out and start doing something new. So, you know, keep up with what you're doing. Just don't push past, you know, what you've already been, been doing. So after I had my first, um, child, I, you know, I had continued, got right back into the running, um, and then. I had a second child and, uh, (laughs) that made it a little more complicated, but I got right back into the running again. And then, um, I was in a, a, a running club of all mothers with young babies and we would go out there and run, you know, run miles and train pushing our babies in the jogging stroller. And next thing I know, I'm running like a marathon and then
0: it continued
1: it continued from there and just kept expanding (laughs) hey
0: jogging stroller moms are amazing you guys are are, (laughs) you guys are bad mofos i'll tell you man i i this there's this one lady this is one mom she runs she has a stroller with two babies and i've seen her a couple times in the presidio i'm in san francisco and she's she's running so fast with that thing and it's like you go man she's amazing i you you i total respect to you guys (laughs) you don't realize
1: you know you're pushing like you know at 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 some point i was probably pushing like 65 70 pounds yeah it got bigger (laughs) you don't realize and then you're running you know you're trying to run a decent you know pace per mile um when all of a sudden when you don't have to push that thing anymore (laughs) (laughs) take off man (laughs) that's an all-body workout exactly (laughs) So, you know, to answer your question, running has always been part of my life. Fitness for sure has has always been in my life. Um you know, I I don't remember a time that I wasn't active. That's uh,
0: awesome. That that's that's terrific. What when did you decide to become a personal trainer?
1: Um so that was after I had kids and I was um you know trying to figure out what I wanted to do and like I said, fitness was always part of my life and it was my you know my passion. and I enjoyed sharing fitness with other people, um, which I did a lot when you're when you're a young mom and you have small children, um, you know kind of reintegrating into your everyday normal life is tough and spends a lot of time with other moms with young children and we kind of like were there and supported each other and that kind of catapulted me into, you know, wanting to help other people find their way with fitness and whatever that is for them, you know, not, not everybody wants to go out and run a hundred mile race, but you know, for somebody, some just getting out there and doing like 30 minutes or, or an hour of some kind of physical activity changes their mental mindset so much. Mm -hmm. Um, and it can give people so much, uh, confidence and, um, help them deal better with, you know, everyday aspects of their life. Um, you know, that kind of is what motivated me. And I'm very happy that, um, you know, I got into it and then just kind of, you know, expanded and changed. And, um, you know, I do a little bit of um, coaching for triathletes, for runners. I do personal training, um, you know, a a little bit of everything, I guess.
0: Mm -hmm. It's nice to have, it's nice to have all that, that be well-rounded too, because there's a lot of different, uh, specialties that you can get into in personal training, a lot yeah. of different ways you can go. And that's really nice to have all those options.
1: It's, it, you know, I, it, it's also too, like what I love doing. Sure. I feel like if you can share what you love with other people is sometimes it helps them find their way and, and figure out what they want to do, like what their, pa- where their passion is, you know, so many times they feel like, um, people are just kind of lost. Like they don't know how to, you know, start up or a direction to go and, um, you know, being able to help and like guide people in that direction and share like, you know, my experiences and, and what, I, what I do know to try to help them um, is super re- rewarding. I, yes. I, I enjoy it. That's great. That, that's really terrific.
0: In your Badwater race, twofold question. What was okay. your, <laughs> what was your favorite mile and what was your hardest
1: mile? Ooh. All right. I'm going to start with my hardest because okay. that, course, that always sticks out, right?
0: Yeah, it does.
1: <laughs> um, you know, so I, the a little, at the beginning I talked about, you know, the night start puts a different perspective on the race because I feel like you hit sleep deprivation much faster Mm -hmm. um, in this race. And so for me, after I hit the 90 mile checkpoint, there is like a a point there in those, those miles between Darwin and Lone Pine. I, I can't give you the exact mile number because it all kind of blurs together at that point. I think I was hallucinating at that point. Um, Mm. But that, that point in the race is very difficult because you start to get really fatigued. And when you get fatigued, your mind starts to wander and you kind of start to zone out. I wasn't falling asleep, uh, but you, but I was definitely zoning out. And when you do that, when you're running, you're not in control. You're not, you know, being disciplined with yourself saying, okay, I need to step it up. I, you know, I got to keep my pace at this and I need to do this and this and this you're so much slower and sluggish.
0: Yeah. And,
1: um, when you're not focused, it makes it really difficult. So there was like a section there probably for like three miles where, where I, I definitely was struggling. And then my awesome team that I had the people that I had, um, as my crew, um, I give them all the credit cause they really pulled me out from that and got me back on track. And basically my pacer who was running with me would be like, okay, we're running, let's go wake up, let's move. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was probably the hardest, um, yeah. those, those back miles, you know, where you're facing second, the sun is now setting and you're, fe- you're facing a second night and, and, you know, that can be mental. You're like, oh my gosh, what, you know, yeah. again like <laughs> they, <laughs> oh, no <laughs> uh, but you know but so whereas that was tough I'd say the the best the best mile for me was the last mile of that race um in fact I started crying that last mile and my pacer who was running with me at that point said to me she was like you're not allowed you can't cry yet she goes, you got to hold it in because if you start crying, you're going to not be able to breathe because you're going to get all snotty and teary. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I, I was, I was so overwhelmed um, emotionally and it was one of the most incredible feelings in my life, that last mile. And it's probably the steepest mile I've ever run um, <laughs> coming up into, into uh, the Whitney portal. It's about 8,500 feet. And you mm. hit the, the last switch back there, and it, it's pretty steep. Um, but I felt like, my le- you know, at that point, everything kind of, like, lifted and went away. And I felt like I could have kept running for, like, another 135 miles. You know, when you get that euphoria feeling because you're like, I, I just did this. And I'm, like, a, about to finish this. And I, I, I still couldn't believe it, even as it was ending. Um, so yeah, that was probably the best mile of that race.
0: <laughs> that, that's incredible. It was it was an incredible year too. I mean, it was there were a lot a of, lot of amazing runners that that I was kept oh. following, you know, on Twitter and stuff like that. It was really really good year for you guys.
1: It was an incredible year. Um, I, it, there was some amazing um, records set. Um, some really amazing runs. Yeah. Um, some real grit and determination Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. on people. And I mean, there's just so much heart out on that course. There's so much like inspiration and so many amazing people. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's like a, it's like being kind of in a, 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 like a bubble because you're, you're surrounded by such positivity and um, you know, inspiration and Mm -hmm. there's, there's not and there's not another time in my life where I could say except at an ultra race where you, you see such you see the best of humanity so. Well, and,
0: and that's really all that's happening right then and there is that race and that's all you have to think about and all you have to worry about and that's kind of fun for for a few days to to just block everything else out
1: which <laughs> it, it is right? yeah you know? yeah. Yeah, it is. It's really fun.
0: Yeah. Painful. Yes, but fun. (laughs) And I think that's why we like the long runs because there's only one drive and one thing to think about for those hours that you're doing it. And I like that. That's makes so things life so simple.
1: (laughs) That is exactly, that's it right there. Yeah. It's It's simple. And I think it it kind of gives you a break from your everyday reality and it's what I mean that that is such the that is like what ultra is right I mean yep. those, those ultra runs where you're just focused on one step one more step one foot in front of the other and you know then you gotta go back to reality though unfortunately
0: <laughs> yes it's- True. And then you have to walk the next day and that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, so how long, how many days did, did you take w- before you started running again? Uh,
1: uh <laughs> so, uh, after the rate, the, the race ended Wednesday and, um, that Friday we, my family, my husband and my two boys, we went to Yosemite and, um, we went hiking. Oh boy! Um, and it was it was incredible. But that was just hiking. I didn't do any running. Um, but I did I did run on that that Sunday. We flew home on Saturday, and I I did go for a run a run on that Sunday. Well, that's not bad. Then just a few days. Well, that's
0: good. Yeah. Get get your, get the get the muscles all all stretched out and everything. That's good.
1: The hiking helped, to be honest. Yeah. Hiking yeah. around Yosemite, there was a lot of climbing, but. I mean, it's beautiful, breathtaking scenery. It's Um, gorgeous.
0: It's absolutely gorgeous.
1: I'd never been before. So for Mm. me, I wanted to do everything. Obviously, we didn't have time for that, but. (laughs) Well, you have to come back, you know. I I definitely want to. (laughs) You know, you could come back and do
0: the Tahoe Rim 200.
1: I've 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 got my
0: eye on that, Martha. (laughs) You done I've done bad water. I can do this. <laughs> I, I've got my, I've got my eye on a couple. <laughs> <things>. <laughs> well, so that's, that leads to my next question. What is your next uh, goal?
1: Um, you know, it's funny that you asked me that. Cause I, I have this, I have this dream list of, of races and things that I want to conquer and it's, you know, a long list, uh, <laughs> wait for your dream race. Wait for that.
0: Because I have, I have a final question that I always ask people, but uh, <laughs> what, what's your immediate next
1: goal? <laughs> um, well, so I haven't made a final, well, final good. decision yet. Take, um, some re- take some rest first before you decide. Good. Because I I'm on this fence. Um, you know, I, I so I am, um, I am a mom and I have two, two young boys and, you know, traveling for races can be really difficult. So I have to, for my big races every year, I try to do one race a month. Um, and being in Florida, there's a lot of ultra races, um, to be had, which is awesome. But for my bigger races, the ones where I'm going to travel, I have to be a little, you know, I have to really think it through and, you know, I can really only probably do like two or three a year um, just because of the time that you're away. Um, I did, was able to bring my kids to Badwater 135 because it was during the summer, um, which was an awesome thing to be able to do. But a lot of the races, you know, they, they started back to school today. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, so it's hard, you know, you can't just pull them out of school. Um, so I'm on this fence right now because I have a couple that I really want to, I want to do, but I may need to go back and revisit a race that I've done because I want to do better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll see. I, I, I'm going to hold off on answering that because I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. I've been in this like limbo of trying to make a decision.
0: Well, I'm sure <laughs> you make a really good win, and we'll, we'll be excited for to see what that is. So, okay. so my last question is, and I always like to ask this of everyone I have on, if you could do any race anywhere in the world, regardless of qualification or money or travel, what race would it be? Mm. This is when you get your bucket list out. See, and
1: <laughs> like, well, I can only pick one though. See,
0: <laughs> well, your top one. What's your top? Now that you've done Badwater, when everything else seems, what race anywhere in the world would you like to do?
1: So, <laughs> um. I have so one that's on the top of my list is I really would like to do the Hurt 100. Oh yeah, um, and that that's on my bucket list um, for sure. Yeah,
0: um, yeah. You could you could train for that, but just from your hum oops your humidity. Yes. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> You don't even have to, you don't have to get, get into a sauna or anything. You just stand outside. <laughs> That's right. I
1: could just, you know, go walk out the door and I'm all set. Exactly. Um, but yes, that, so that one is on my list. Um, You know, just, just like the Tahoe 200 is. I mean, I have a long list, but if I had to, if I had to pick one, I'm going to say the Hurt 100. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That, that'd be uh, That would be interesting. Hey, uh,
1: okay. That, That, you know, and that's getting harder
0: to get into is the longer line, more and more people, I guess, are getting into these things. Yes,
1: You know, it's funny because, um, so I don't know if you ever run into this, but I, you know, everybody I know, um, except my ultra running friends, you know, they, it's always, oh, you're crazy or you're insane or what are you doing? Um, or why would you want to do that? Um, or I say, oh, I have a race this weekend and they're like, oh, you're running, (laughs) <laughs> you know, a marathon. No, I'm running a hundred miles. They're like,
0: what? Um, <laughs> well, I haven't done a hundred miler yet. I've only done a couple of 50 Ks. So
1: okay. I
0: think, I think they're just amazed that I, that I just keep doing it at, at, and I'm 60. So I think they're kind of amazed it's that I just awesome. keep, keep doing that's, it. But, well, that's
1: the thing. If you love it, yeah. it's something that draws you back to it, I feel like, and that's the thing I think as like runners, we can all understand. There's something that draws you back to it. Right. So exactly. And, and that's what it comes down to. But it's, I just, it's hard because when you try to explain it to somebody who doesn't get it, there's always, not that they mean to, but there can be a lot of like negativity that, that comes, um, with them trying to understand it. (laughs) Sometimes
0: they do. Sometimes I, once in a while you get people who don't understand it, then once you just kind of explain it, maybe they do, maybe they don't. You know, I think, I think a lot of road runners don't understand my love of trails (laughs) <laughs> but that, I think I think I get more of that. You know, why do you want to be out there? Because it's not in the city and it's quiet and peaceful. And, and it's yeah. It's oh yeah, you know I I lived in downtown where it's always noisy and yeah. it's like just to get away from the cars and the noise and stuff to get out on the trails and get into the redwoods and the hills and and everything is just that's what I love. So
1: yeah, yeah. I bet it's amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, but that's what we love, so that's what we're going to do.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> yep. Well, thank you very much for joining me, and I'm going to look forward to all your adventures and, and reading about them and seeing all the pictures.
1: <laughs> and
0: um, all your information will be up on the website so that people can uh, get in touch with you if they're interested in personal training and all the fun stuff and have any questions. And uh, thank you so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Uh, thank you, Martha, for having me. It was okay. a pleasure. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.
0: Thank you for joining us, Lisa. Really, that was amazing. And what you accomplish and what you're going to accomplish, there's no boundaries, really. (laughs) It's incredible. So even if I can't do it, I know that you're going to do it. And I will watch you and just be amazed and inspired. We all have our personal journeys and, My journey may be different from Lisa's. Yours may be different from mine. We all have our ways to go, and mine may be different. It doesn't make it worse or better. Yours is different. It doesn't make yours better or worse. I mean, there really is no comparison between the two. So just take the inspiration. Just because you don't run the long distances that Lisa or others do doesn't mean that you're a better or worse runner. You're just different. You have your own goals that you have to, that you want to accomplish, I should say. It's never have to, it's always a choice. So don't compare, just be inspired by what people can do. And, And that's what my show is about. I want to inspire people. I want people to feel good about running. Everything I do is to make you feel good about running and be happy about it, and to make your running better. Isn't that what it is? Running is fun. It's not, It shouldn't be a, a horrible thing. You shouldn't dislike running. If you're running, you should enjoy it, right? As much as I like finishing running, when everything is going right and, and when I'm not in pain, when everything's going right, I feel bad when I stop running. <laughs> I want to keep going. So that's what my podcast is all about, is about trying to bring ideas and people on and conceptions that make running better and more fun. So on that note, if you have suggestions about how to bring to the show, about what kind of show ideas, if you have, I have this great idea and maybe Martha would like it, You can email me at martharunstheworld at gmail.com. If you want to check out the website, it's martharunstheworld.com. And if you want to join our Facebook group, we're small and we'd love to have more people join us. It's Martha Runs the World Facebook group. (laughs) Oh boy. Pretty easy. When you have a name like that, you got to use it, right? So if you'd like to buy me a cup of coffee, I'm always up for coffee. So you could, there's a little button there for KO-FI or there's a Patreon button. There's all kinds of things on the website. So go check it out. Thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you. I'm always so appreciative of my audience. You guys are the best and I love you all. So let's tie up our shoelaces and go for a run.